Hello and welcome to Straight Drive, your own weekly cricket podcast coming straight at you today. We are recording this on Saturday, December 19, 2020, after the conclusion of the first test in Adelaide between India and Australia. Once again, we want to thank all of our listeners for tuning in and sharing their views and comments. Your encouragement is what keeps us going. Thanks again. We speak today with uh, heavy hearts after India's disappointing loss. Please bear with us if our mood is gloomy or our voice is somber. I'm joined today by Uday Sharath and a very special guest, Yashwant, joining us from halfway across the globe from United States. Welcome, guys. I'm sure uh, we all feeling really bad today, but just want to hear your initial thoughts. Uday, how are you feeling? Hi, Manohar. Hi, everyone. I think uh, after India's devastating loss today, uh, I'm feeling very low. But yeah, things happen in cricket and uh, it is something new after Virat Kohli has taken up the charge as the captain. Losing a test match with this much margin is uh, really very, very sad for Indian cricket fans. Yeah. Hey, Sharat. Uh, welcome to the show. And uh, what are your thoughts? What's running on in your mind? Good evening, Udayan Manohar. One of the bizarre way to start this series and also to start of the weekend. Saturday morning, when we wake up to see an interesting test match, we end up with 36 for 9. It is one of the rare moments in test Indian test cricket history, but it happens and we have to digest it the way it went. Yeah, yeah that's uh, reflecting uh, our thoughts as well. Hey, Yashwant, I know that you are an Australian fan, but even you would be surprised by the way in which India collapsed today. Hey, guys. Uh, yeah, surprised pleasantly. I'm sorry if my voice sounds too excited in contrast. Uh, but what <laughs> a by Australia, right? Yeah, yeah. We, we welcome fans uh, of all uh, types. So that's that's not going to be an issue. So we will, today's episode, we will talk about uh, the overall test review. We'll talk about specifically the batting collapse, the catch drops that India did, which probably ended up in causing the defeat as well. And the way in which the Australian tail wagged, adding 80 odd runs for the last three wickets. But the silver lining uh, among all of this, we would want to talk about the good bowling performance by India. And uh, before we start, let's uh, share the news of congratulating uh, Kane Williamson for welcoming a new daughter into their family. And uh, also SRH welcoming uh, a new generation. Hey Uday, what are your thoughts there? <laughs> yeah, really good news for SRH fans. I think. Uh... In the next season, Chennai Super Kings might be welcoming grandchildren, looking at the average age of their players. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's a, that's, a, that's a great insight, uh, Uday. Thanks so much. Probably that setting some uplifting the moods, hopefully. Now, let's go deep dive into the batting collapse. Like every, It's the talk of the cricketing world. Let's hear from uh, Uday. How do you perceive it? Like Nobody saw this coming. Exactly. Uh, even Payne actually mentioned that uh, he was also surprised with the way India collapsed today. Looking at the bowling performance, I think Australia and India both bowled well in their first innings. And uh, coming to the second innings, Australia's bowling was top-notch. And they bowled in the area of the uncertainty. You can't leave those balls and you can't play those balls. And the slightest of movement actually caused a great difficulty for Indian batsmen to adjust. And it is those one-off days where you nick everything. So there will be plays and misses in general, but today nothing went in the way of Indian batsmen. Yes, of course. The way in which India took the lead, and, and of course the lead could have been much better. We'll talk about that in a bit. But uh, we all expected waking up today 
that today we would go on and win the test match. As uh, Sharat, you just mentioned, it spoiled our Saturday. But what what does it do to the rest of the tour? What are your thoughts there? I think this collapse will hurt definitely India very badly in the series coming up. Despite we are good with the bowling to, answer, to a good to a certain extent, poor fielding and poor batting has led to the downfall of this uh, test match. Up to six sessions, India were in a chance of winning this test match, but that is why we love the test match, don't we? You need to be you need to be alert all the time. You need to be on your toes. Uh, slight, even the slightest margin of error, uh, the opponent team could be could grab it with both hands. Yes, absolutely. Yeshwant, we all know that uh, test matches change over a period of a session uh, or even a period of half an hour, etc. This collapse, again, which happened in a space of, let's say, 100 balls, can drastically impact the course of the series. Uh, Michael Vaughan said that if India can't uh, win the first test match, it's most likely going to be a 4-0 defeat. Do you agree with that assessment or do you think India have the capability to bounce back, especially in Virat Kohli's absence? I think India has the capability to bounce back. I don't think this should affect them for the rest of the tour. Especially like players like Pujara and Rahane, I don't think it really affects their performance. One thing to note though is like Australia seems to have found a good rhythm with their attack in attacking Indian batsmen, especially in the tentative area, if you may call it where the batsman can't play, neither can he leave. That's a good sign for Australia. But as far as India is concerned, I'm sure they'll bounce back. But it's going to be a long tour because Virat's missing and India's openers don't look as strong as they used to. It's going to be a long tour. Yeah, I think Australia would be pinching themselves in, in the way they got out of jail of sorts and mostly due to the catch drops. Jashwant, like how bad did that affect uh, the overall score? Or if India would have made Australia fold earlier, do you think India would have had a better chance of winning the test match? I think Harsha Mogler put it the best way. He kept saying, it's like a boxing match where one guy won four rounds and the other guy just knocked out that guy in the fifth round. I think it's India who didn't just pull the trigger. They could have attacked more or took their chances, got Australia out at around 100 and would have been in a better place. But I think they let Australia lose at that point and Australia took the opportunity. Even if if the target is 150, India had a fair chance, but 90 is just too less. Uh, You can't put in a pressure and especially with Shami injured, there was no chance at that. Yeah. So again, kudos to the uh, bowling lineup. I mean, Stark, Hazelwood and Cummins uh, are world-class bowlers. They probably would walk into any side, any cricketing, uh, you know, international cricket side, just on their own. And given the fidgety way in which the Indian batsmen approached, I think Virat mentioned that there was a lack of intent uh, by all batsmen. So they, where do you think Indian batsmen, was it like a lack of technique or it was just an off day for the batsmen? Because they seem to have done well in the first innings. Exactly, Manohar. I don't think Indian batsmen has too many technical lapses. The main problem that batsmen might be facing is switching between formats. Playing white ball cricket excessively might affect the way that you approach red ball match. I think openers like Mayank and uh, Pridvisha might be facing difficulties in having the swinging ball and uh, approaching to those balls in the right way. But Pujara and Rahane should bounce back as soon as possible. And I think they are going to bounce back soon and uh, give India a strong position and uh, winning position probably. Uh, Again, this collapse, which uh, we all know is the lowest total ever uh, in Indian cricket uh, history, 
and uh, I think the only second instance when all the batsmen of the side failed to reach double digits in the history of Test cricket, uh, and highest being Mayank's uh, nine. And we had to go all the way back in history to even find another instance. So, how demoralizing will that be? And especially now that Virat is gone, Sharat, what do you think? Uh, again, we're, we're not sure. I'm sure it will be. Uh, Rahane who will lead the side, how difficult it is for the leadership management team to bring up the mood of the players because the next test is an MCG, which is, you know, daunting by itself because of the sheer size of the ground. And, uh, you know, the spectators also pay for the cricketers' bloods there, of the visiting teams especially. I remember a famous tweet uh, saying that uh, 236 numbers has been unforgettable for us. Uh, one obviously being uh, Sunil Gaskar's 36 in 1974 and one today uh, 36 in 2020. So these two 36 are being unforgettable for Indian history. Uh, so coming back to your question, uh, I think it will be very tough for uh, Rahane, both as a batsman and as a captain, to be uh, going into this Melbourne test. Pujara and Rahane needs to be to hang in there. Uh, they need to take uh, most most part of the balls like uh, they need to play around with the youngsters mostly with Mike and Shaw I think it will be very difficult for us going into this uh, second session a lot of questions need to be answered right and again uh, a stat for uh, today is Virat Kohli this is the first time in 26 that he lost a test match after winning the toss in his, the previous 25 times India went on to win 21 and with four ending in draws so so that that again is and with India taking the lead in the first innings, it all seemed that greater probability would be an Indian win. Let's talk about the Australian first innings and I'll go to Yashwant here and try to understand where did India go wrong? Talked about that, but what specifically we could have done better in that first innings of Australia to, to keep them to a lower total? I thought the tactics in the first innings were actually spot on by India. Steve Smith and Lavushain, they're just free-flowing batsmen. They like to get runs on board and they like to keep rotating strikes and getting boundaries and India gave them no chance for that. So they had their tactics spot on. But I think when the tail came in and with Kimpain, uh, they came in and played some shots and with, with Mitchell Stark and then Nathan Lyon, they played some shots. I don't think India had a plan for that or whatever. After that, India just looked weak if I may say, and um, they just leaked some runs there. Like, they, they had an 80-run partnership with the, for the last three wickets. And uh, that literally cost them the game. You, you may be right there. And also the cash drops. I mean, some of them were very easy, especially uh, the Bumrah one, which 99 out of 100 times any fielder in that boundary would have taken it. And similarly, Prithvi Shah's uh, drop, uh, again, not so difficult a catch. I agree that with Saha's catch probably would have been difficult because he was running backwards. But there is no, the standards that international teams set themselves are really higher. So what do you say about that, Yashan? I'm not sure that, that cost him that much. Uh, Labushain scored 47 instead of getting out of 20. But yeah, maybe he did. I think my, I think Prudisha's catch was a set of high grief. Uh, he should have taken that and it doesn't look good for him, especially with the memes going on on social media. Yeah, uh, those chances obviously affected Australia's score and I mean, especially Tim Payne's catch that Mayan dropped could have at least gotten a 30-run more lead uh, with Tim Payne gone. But I, I think I think we should give credit to Tim Payne the way he played uh, with the tail. He played well. Yes, Yashwant, uh, you were spot on in uh, you know appreciating Tim Payne's knock, which ended up 
being the match winning knock in retrospective also you touched upon prithvi shaw and uh, i know that uday he's a is a huge fan of prithvi shaw so let's go to him and uh, check if uh, he thinks whether prithvi shaw deserves space in the next match at mcg or we can expect some changes what do you think uday <laughs> being a huge prithvi shaw fan i think it is very disappointing for even a hardcore fan like me the performance is just not up to the mark and uh, the fielding mistakes that he did uh, did cost india a lot as we discussed but he did contribute with a run out of mitchell stark that's the only thing that's positive for him in this match i think this is the first time that prithvi shaw failed so badly in test cricket that he has played he played five or six tests and he scored decent runs in all of those i think it's uh, too early to make him the scapegoat and get him out of the team he had some technical difficulties he had some problems and uh, we have some time between these tests uh, the coaching staff might work with him and he might come good in the second test i feel i think he should be given a chance in the second test and try to support him in this tough time yeah we all hope uh, that he he be given at least one more chance before uh, you know considering someone else so let's put a pin on this batting performance or what happened badly for india in this match and as i said earlier the silver lining here was the way beautifully that indian bowlers bowled and kudos to all the players uh, all the bowlers uh, maybe shami would not have got any wicket but he he kept on the pressure and rest all contributed with wickets personally for me i think ashwin shining so brightly uh, and taking all those wickets especially the wicket of uh, steve smith for a solitary run that i think was very well set up and that set the tone for the rest of the bowling performance uh, if only it would have been complemented by good fielding but do you think sharat uh, you know this is something that we will take forward to with a great uh, positive uh, into the mcg test absolutely manohar i was completely impressed with our uh, bowling department despite uh, we have been talking about uh, poor batting performance and fielding uh, our indian bowling performance is top notch especially ashwin getting those three crucial wickets uh, you know last time last episode we were discussing i was expecting ashwin to play with other three quick bowlers ashwin really bowled for us i expected him to take uh, wickets in this test he bowled even better uh, last time in 2018 in adelaide he has this reputation of what uh, he's a finest bowler for the first always a first test in every series even if we remember in edge bastion in 2018 he, he took six wicket and uh, in my opinion uh, the best performance in 2018 for us in australia in adelaide uh, next to pujara is ashwin's uh, six for and just to add even umesh yadav stepped up and took three crucial wickets as i mentioned so i think my prediction also went good this time yes you are backing umesh uh, in in this match right which again uh, with probably again we don't know yet as of today what will happen with shami but if let's say fingers crossed anything would happen umesh has to step up even higher because then he would be taking the mantle even forward there are lots of stats that have been going around and i think this is the 35th time india have lost the opening test of a series outside asia two or more tests and india ended up losing 31 the previous 34 such uh, test series uh, with only 3 ending in one all stalemate and the last of one uh, which was in south africa 2010-2011 i think do you think india has the you know we have the players we believe that but again i am coming back to that uh, state of mind and again with rohit sharma coming back probably into the last two tests yashwant what do you predict for uh, the rest of the series uh, it's hard to predict honestly with virat missing it's going to be a 
really long tour for India as far as batting is concerned, right? But I don't know. You never know. Uh, Rahul might step up if he comes in in place of Virat and um, things might change. I think Shami getting fit again is really important. I know Uday is backing Umesh Yadav, but honestly, as an Australian fan, I wouldn't mind <laughs> if Umesh Yadav is taking the new ball every day. Yeah, it's, I mean, I think Shami's fitness is important if India has any chances to retain this trophy at all. Now, let's again pause and uh, talk about the other cricketing action that's happening uh, around the world. A funny incident came to light, which is about uh, Mushfikur Rahim being aggressive against his own countrymen and again, his own teammate, actually. Uday, do you have anything to say about that? I'm sure you, you followed that closely. Yeah, that was so funny to watch. Let me explain you what has happened for those who all have get a chance to see. Mushfikar Rahim and his own teammate uh, were fielding and there was a ball that went high into the air and Mushfikar has called for the catch. But the other youngster who was in his same team came closer and uh, there might have been a collision, but nothing of, of that sort happened. But after taking the catch, Mushfikar went aggressively and threatened to punch that youngster. Right. This was something uh, that caught all the cricketing community by surprise. I don't know what's wrong with Mushfikar. He celebrates early in the 2016 World Cup that we have. And, and Bangladesh has lost that match with a single run. And the nagging dance in the Nidhas Trophy that happened in Sri Lanka. And uh, the incident that happened a while ago. So, he has been a giant in Bangladesh cricket. A lot of people look at him as the inspiration. But uh, these things doesn't help that cause anymore. Right, again, one thing we all know about uh, Bangladeshi players is they tend to celebrate early or in this case, they, they take issue with uh, catching especially. The one way to sum it up is you can take Mushrikur Rahim out of his gully, but you cannot take his gully out of Mushrikur Rahim. <laughs> that was a good one, Yashu. I remember Harsha Bogle saying in an event that a major part of excellence has nothing to do with the talent. Beyond the point, I think apart from talent, uh, attitude, your attitude and ethics count far, far more than talent. So I could remember these lines uh, after seeing uh, Mushfikar's incident. I think that's being too harsh. It's not about ethics. I think he's just a dramatic guy. He probably doesn't... He's not a very professional guy and it's okay. That's <laughs> being too harsh to say. <laughs> no ethics. Yeah, that's fine. Again, uh, we all have uh, different opinions about it. Now, again, one other, not so major, but uh, significant uh, news coming up uh, from Pakistan, which is Mahmoud Amir declaring his retirement and his subsequent the, re the reactions coming from the rest of the world. Today, again, I know that you follow these things closely. Again, what's your take on that? Well, Mahmoud Amir is once in a generation cricket for Pakistan. He is a tremendous talent and... Uh, he got surprised after he was left out of the team that is touring New Zealand. And uh, the selection happened even before the PSL playoffs have been played. This got Madamir angry. And he went on to play Sri Lankan Premier League. And after that Sri Lankan Premier League, I think he had a discussion with the current coach, Wakar Yunis. And he had issues with uh, Wakar Yunis. Uh, how Wakar Yunus is dealing his players came out in public and said that Wakar Yunus is in fact torturing his players and uh, he is going to retire from international cricket. In, on recent news, Pakistan has announced some changes in the uh, hierarchy of their cricketing. So I think something is wrong with uh, Pakistan's cricket board or the seniors, how they tackle the coach-player relationship and all. This is uh, one of such incidents which got exposed and got getting debated in public. 
Yes, uh, absolutely. And again, Uday touched upon this point, which you know I personally have a deep connection with Pakistan because I grew up cheering Pakistan every time India played against them. You know, they they were always a better side than us, better fast bowling unit, good all rounders. And every time we played against them, especially in Sharjah, if we win, it was like a World Cup winning match. Now, even after whatever has been happening in Pakistan, they they have won the two two thousand nine. World T20, and I think, of course, beating us in the Champions Trophy in 2017. So they do reach to the heights of cricket, and then you see these sad stories coming out of Pakistan. So really praying that they get their act together so that we we have one more quality international side on a consistent basis to to just enjoy their bowling. In this uh, episode, I think we discussed about what is going to happen, and uh, the last point that we wanted to talk about was that uh, the Syed Mustaq Ali uh, Trophy that's uh, starting from Jan 20, BCC has has declared that, which probably will give a good feel for all the talent scouts for all the IPL franchises. So let me return to Uday and uh, understand from him what he thinks of the importance of this trophy. Exactly, Manohar. I think this trophy is very important uh, for the IPL 2021 because a lot of teams need good replacements. For example, Chennai has to rehaul its entire team with a lot of players retiring, and Syed Mustakali Trophy gives a great chance for that. If you see, uh, there was a particular and lot of young talents like him got picked into the side because of their performances in the side Mustafali Trophy last time. It also gives away that probably there could be option in the first week of February, which is a little interesting for us because there has been a debate whether there is going to be an option or not for the next season. So I hope there is an option for the next season. Being a Chennai fan, and I think Chennai should pick some good youngsters in this trophy. So uh, we are about a week's time from the next uh, test match that will happen in Melbourne, uh, traditionally the Boxing Day test. Now, Yashwan, do you think there will be any changes to the Indian side or the Australian side, uh, or you know, of course, Virat not being there, who will replace him? Uh, what, what are your predictions for that test? I'll start with the Australian side. I think if David Warner uh, is ready to play, then Matt Wade. Will not open anymore, and it will be a. It will be interesting who they pick. Um, they, I'm assuming they will pick Cameron Green still, uh, just because he is an all-rounder and he can give that fifth bowling option. He's actually bowling pretty good. It will be interesting who they pick between Travis Head and Matthew Wade. And personally, I would go with Matthew Wade, although Head scored a century in his last five tests, but he's he's in general not that consistent. He doesn't get that many runs. So maybe I would go with Matthew Wade, but it'll be interesting to see. But Joe Burns, I think he got himself another test at least with the 50 scored in the second innings. And for India, I agree with you guys that Prithvi Shaw should be given another test. In my opinion, he shouldn't have played this first test. Whoever opens this test with Mayank should have opened the next test as well. But since we started with Prithvi, uh, he should play another test and see how it goes. So in place of Virat, you might get Shubman Gill. In my opinion, it should be Rahul, but I think Shubman Gill, Shubman Gill gets the chance ahead of Rahul at this point. The rest of the team will stay the same. There might be a slight chance uh, for Rishabh Pant replacing Saha. I think it will be interesting, but I I don't think they should do it, or I doubt they will even do it. Uh, if they pick Saha for the test test, he is good enough for the second test as well. 
but otherwise uh, it should be the same team and it'll be also interesting with shami's fitness um, maybe navdeep saini plays uh, in the second test if shami isn't isn't back so i hope it's not an overhaul of the team in india but it might be just because of the issues we have like uh, shami's fitness and then virat missing so they might have to compensate the batting with rishabh pant uh, right again there there could be definitely uh, changes as you said uh, in in australia because of david warner hopefully he he gets fit we all want to see him play uh, irrespective whether in indian or an australian fan and of course uh, india could uh, do couple of changes if if need be uh, yes i think virat definitely and uh, shami again there are news that it could be a fracture which may mean that he may not play for india for a while so as you said it could be saini or siraj whichever we pick in in that the moment now again looking forward to the boxing day test and we will come to you we'll choose the time at which appropriate moment we can uh, record it so that we capture the best come with to you at the most appropriate moment until then we really thank uh, yashwant especially from joining all the way from us and uh, uday and sharath of course thanks a lot for joining let's catch you next week have a good rest of the day